fine Cause you're an asshole tonight We rolling? Alright, jabronis, we're back Hope everyone's doing alright Wild week this week, another one A lot of shit going on with work and life and all that good stuff uh, Big thing too was uh, Brothers Weekend uh, I know I didn't post anything about it um, Mainly we just forgot to take pictures and shit But I had a great time, we'll talk about that in a little bit It was it was awfully tame considering you know, previous, you know, compared to previous Brothers Weekends we had But I'll explain all that at the injunction um, But yeah, I got nothing else to start this, uh, this show off with So let's just uh, step into the cage Okay, let's run. All right. Today's Cage Fact is sponsored by Skip's Handheld Crotch Fans. You tired of the summer heat wreaking havoc on your undercarriage? Well, order one of Skip's Crotch Fans today. The light handheld design coupled with its powerful motor and long-lasting battery makes Skip's the top fan to keep your crotch cool all summer long. Visit www.stumpbuster.com and use the promo code SOFT to get 5% off your first crotch fan. I don't know where we're getting these sponsors from. Maybe maybe one day uh, we'll get a real sponsor to sponsor this segment of the show, of the program, but for now we got to deal with animals like Skip trying to sell crotch fans for only 5% discount. What's that all about? Franny's packs was going deep with 7%, but hey, we got to take what we get, right? All right, Cage Fact today. So, Nick Cage, this is a short one, but Nick Cage has been in over 100 movies. So, since he started making movies... He's averaged at least two movies per year. Now, some of you might think, oh, well, he just can't say no to a film. He's got to keep doing movies, whether they're shit or, or not, just so he can make money because he's got this spending habits and tax issues and all that. How you doing? But when asked about it, Nick Cage answered, and this is a quote, I'm one of those Americans who believes in working. But in acting, for some reason, you get criticized for working. So, right from the horse's mouth himself, he's a worker. I can't say I'm not surprised. Old school American, hardworking, son of a bitch. Just trying to put out feature films and good entertainment for everybody. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be happier that he's in the triple digits of movies so far. So, good on him. Keep up the great work. I'm a big fan, clearly. All right. Um, before we get to the junction, I want to talk quick about, we haven't done this in a while, a little Stugats of the Week action. Stugats? Fucking Goomba trick. So this week's Stugats is uh, Sonic Fast Food Chain. Now, normally, I don't, I don't mind Sonic. I don't really go to them. They're kind of more down south, and I don't, you know, I'm up north, so 
you do the uh, the geography there, it's not going to work out much. But they got Sonics all over the place. They're not bad. They got the little uh, folks on roller blades or roller skates scooting around the parking lots, giving you your cream slushes and milkshakes and what have you. So it's really not bad, on you know, considering it's shit fast food. Uh, my problem with them is their recent ad campaigns or their marketing campaign that they've that they started. And now this is not necessarily like blacklist style campaigning just yet. Um, if they continue down this road, it's definitely gonna be. Um, but if you haven't paid attention to television at all, they've been running commercials um, recently, mainly with this family of three fat shits kid and then his two stupid parents in the car eating their food or whatever and each commercial is different different uh, meals that they're offering at different prices uh, but the whole premise of the the campaign of the marketing of each ad is that this family of clearly unhealthy individuals they're all obese all fat and I have no problem with the fats you all know that I'm I'm pro-fat all the time. Big, tall, fat, small. You got to love them all. Thanks to my friend Matty T for uh, for getting us on board that slogan all those years ago. But, uh, so I have no problem with fats. What I have a problem with is when you have these three clearly unhealthy people on a commercial promoting unhealthy eating like it's the better alternative to eating healthy and exercising and being smart. So these these three fi- people, this family, is talking about how, oh, Sonic's food is delicious and it's so much cheaper. It's Why would you want to get any other food? Why would you need to go to the supermarket when you could get this full three-person meal for $8 or whatever it was? And there was even one commercial where the little kid in the back, and this is not his fault. He's just reading from the script or doing whatever. And I don't think he believes this in real life. Maybe, hopefully not. But he's like, he's doing his little kid math about adding up how much it would cost to actually make this fat shit fast food burger at home with real food, with real ground beef and buns and cheese and, and all that. How you doing? And, he, and his math is not even close. He's like, oh, it's $10 for this and $12 for this and $8 for this. First of all, that's, that's a lie, Sonic. That's a blatant lie. Okay? You're not, you're not going to spend more money making healthier food, real food, for a bunch of people than you are at Sonic for the fast food meals that you're that you're paying for. Okay? If you're talking actual quantities of food you get at the grocery store for the price per capita per burg daddy, it's cheaper in the long run. So don't do that. Don't push that lie. Second of all, why why are you promoting a family talking about how much better unhealthy food is for you because it's cheaper and easier. Why are you promoting that mindset just to sell more burgers? Have you just completely, like, just gotten rid of all your morals? Just dismissed them? There's a word there for that, but I forgot what it is. 
exited, dismissed morals. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though, jabronis. Have have you, Sonic, just completely forgot about being good people just to sell a couple extra burgers and cream slushes? Third of all, at the end of the one commercial, this is what I really had a problem with, too, with this one specific commercial with, the, with all the kid math and the three fats and all that, is at the end... After he, the kid goes, oh, it's a no-brainer. You're going to go to Sonic over making this yourself and being healthy and smart. The mother, who is caked in makeup, like Bozo the Clown status makeup, to the point where I got scared because I have a problem with clowns. That's a separate issue altogether. Shocker, Labretti's got a, a mental problem with something else. She's all caked up with this ridiculous makeup which she's spending hundreds of dollars on, doesn't have a problem with that. She's, she's chiming in at the end of his, the kid's shitty math, and she goes, see, what did she say? So like, something like, who told you the school wasn't, uh, wasn't paying off for you? What school is this kid going to? His math was not correct. It was all off. And it was perpetuating a lie. And you're perpetuating that kid's poor math and his lying abilities. And again, I'm not faulting the kid. He's a, he's a dumb kid. His brain's not even fully developed. I get it. But now not only are you allowing this kid to eat himself to death because by the time he's 30, he's gonna, his, his blood is going to be fucking mayonnaise. Sorry, Terrence. Family show. Damn it. But now you're, you're praising him for being bad at something. Being bad at math. Again, not necessarily the kid's fault. He's a child. He needs to learn good math and be praised for that. But this idiot mom has no clue about it. Then she's sitting there talking. She's pretty much praising the fact that, yeah, the kid's got a good point. Why would we pay to go to a grocery store and make food and be healthy as a family when our three fat asses could get in the car, drive over, have some... Some young fella in short shorts skate on over and give us our burgers so we don't even have to move an inch. We could sit our fat asses down and eat these burgers in our car and then brag about how we're smarter than the system. We're better than them. We don't need good healthy food. Good job, kid. Great mindset. Let's perpetuate that. Now, if you do a little second, third order, like critical thinking on how that all works, let's go talk about COVID real quick. And how what they said, what is the the top, one of the top three, like, causes of, of super negative effects of COVID if you catch it? It was old age, pre-existing conditions, and morbid obesity, being fat in, in general. Not just morbid obesity, but being overweight. And being overweight leads to pre-existing conditions. So does being old, but... For my agenda purposes, I'm just going with the second two factors here. So now you got a you're, you got a family and essentially a food chain that's perpetuating and, and promoting fat shit unhealthy living so that when they're older and they get another pandemic comes and they get sick, they're going to be the ones wearing the masks in their car and the gloves all over and yelling at other people for not wearing gloves and masks and hazmat suits 
Because uh, you're going to get me sick. No, you fat bastard. Maybe if you were healthy and you built up your immunity better and you lived a better, smarter, healthy lifestyle, you wouldn't have to wear a hazmat suit like a goddamn idiot. You would, you would be able to fight viruses a little bit better. Nobody's talking about that. We could go back to that, put the tinfoil hats on and talk about that, how nobody continu- continues to talk about actual healthy ways of living to combat viruses like this so our bodies can fight them off better. Sonic doesn't care about that. They don't care about 10 years down the road. That poor little fat bastard is going to be on my 600-pound life dying of COVID when it could have been easily prevented from him. For him, they don't care about that. They care about making a couple extra bucks on idiots who think, "Oh, I'd much rather go and get a milkshake and a burg daddy or a chicken sandwich here in my car than go make it at the grocery store and spend spend extra money, which is a lie, and eat healthy, which I, is the devil." So yeah, I'm a little pissed about it. And there's who got to the week for it. And before I get too angry about it, I'm going to cut it off there. We'll talk. I'm sure I'll talk more about it later on if they continue down this, this shitty marketing campaign. They're getting dangerously close now thinking about it as I get more and more heated. They're getting dangerously close to being on the blacklist with Burger King and Olive Garden. But I'll cool off. We'll just uh, you know move on over to the junction, all right? Okay, so... Real quick, I want to touch on this before I talk about Brothers Weekend. So, for the junction, uh, we got in the in the headlines, I guess you could say, or in the news, current events this week. Bella Thorne, uh, she's an she's an old Disney actress who became like a porn director, like she's a behind the scenes for adult movies or some shit like that. I don't know. It's just another another Disney actor gone wrong that turned into a, a fucking savage. An animal, good for her, whatever. Um, she's super popular, regardless. Super popular. She's got a bunch of like fake lips, I think, fake tits and all that other stuff. So naturally, people like that. So she decided to get on OnlyFans. Now, initially, I was on board with it because you know how I feel about OnlyFans. I love it. I think it's a great idea. More power to those people. Sex, wor- sex workers, you know, need an avenue to make more money during the pandemic. So good for you. She gets on there. And within like two days, she makes like $2 million, which is unheard of in the OnlyFans game. And everyone was super impressed. Oh, she must be showing everything. She, her, her videos and pics must be wild. Well, somebody did a little investigating, or maybe just the fans just started blasting her on, on the Twit and uh, Instagram and stuff. Anyway, they found out that... Bella Thorne was scamming her fans on OnlyFans. She was charging the subscription fee. Subscription, how you doing? Charging a fee to get on. No nudes or anything like that, like she originally said. Then she was offering her fans a one-time fee of $200. If you pay this fee, I'll send you the nudes. Then you'll get access to the nudes, and every time you want access to more nudes, you pay another 200 and you'll get it. So she's got millions of fans, so of course, within days, she's up 
2.2, 2.5 million, something ridiculous like that. Come to find out, that little premium pay-per-view that she was offered for $200, also not selling nudes. So she blatantly lied in writing on her, her little description there on the website, says you will get nudes for $200 and nothing. So now the fans are up in arms. They want refunds, rightfully so. What does OnlyFans do, though? How do they, you know, they got to give back this money and they don't have it on hand because Bella Thorne scamped it all. That's not even a word, scamped? What the hell are you talking about, Libretti? Stole it all. She took all the money. She scammed it all. So what does OnlyFans do? They do the whole, if one person gets in trouble, everybody gets in trouble thing. So they just dumped a whole bunch of regulations on OnlyFans accounts. So you get, there's a cap on tips. There's a restriction on when you can withdraw money. There's a cap on subscription fees that you could charge and all this other crap that's actually hurting real people trying to make money on the site, which is the reason I love the site. Real people trying to make a buck, showing off what they got, what their mama gave them. So it's killing the OnlyFans game because of this one bimbo who had to scam people for a couple extra bucks as if she wasn't rich enough. She's making millions of dollars on royalties from Disney shit. She was in a couple Adam Sandler movies. She's making money off of that because that guy is super successful all the time. And it just wasn't enough for her. And she tried to come back and be like, oh, I'm, it was, I, I started this off for a research project for a movie I'm making with this porn director who came out and, and pretty much said, no, I'm not getting on board this fucking sinking ship. I'm not doing a movie with her. That's, that's, not, that's a lie. So now Bella Thorne is like the Sonic of OnlyFans where she was lying to get you to buy something. See how I put those two together? God damn it, Libretta. Your brain sometimes is just on point. But that's it. That's all that's all I want to talk about with Bella. Be careful now on OnlyFans for this for the hardworking ladies and men out there on the on the site just trying to make a living. Good luck to you. I hope you find another avenue to make that money. I feel terrible for you. Maybe I'll go and uh and subscribe to somebody's OnlyFans to kind of help them out a little bit. Probably not, though, because I'm poor and I got student loans to pay. Thanks a lot, Embry-Riddle. All right, so now the big thing that I want to talk about uh, is Brothers Weekend. So give you a little backstory on why we call it Brothers Weekend, or it's not even an official weekend, but why we call each other brothers is because when you become so close in friendship with somebody, I don't know why I'm explaining this. You should know, like, what... You know, when you're that close to your best friend, you're like brothers or sisters or whatever. Uh, people do it all the time. I'm not, I'm not explaining this shit. Never mind. You know what I mean. These people are so close in my life, and I trust them so much that they become brothers to me, whether they're blood or not. And I've been blessed, by the way, with a decent amount of people I can call my brother. And that's, that's, good, you know, that's, that's saying a lot because I don't like anybody. And I don't trust anybody, hardly ever. Uh, so the fact that I can, you know, I have, I don't know, maybe 10 or so 
people in my life that are that close that I consider, you know, family like that. Um, I'm, 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 you know, I'm blessed. I'm super lucky about that. And um, this weekend was great. I don't really have anything to say about it. I have no stories to tell. It was boring in that regard. We didn't do anything wild. We hung out. We worked out. Um, it was two of my brothers from, from Georgia came up uh, for the weekend. Uh, and then I have, you know, my other brother, the bone crusher, Bud, uh, came over. You know, he lives a couple towns away. He came over to hang out Saturday uh, with our other brother, his sister, Big Al. Um, she came with us, too. And uh, we all hung out. We worked out. We shit-talked relentlessly. Uh, we had a great time. It was just one of those things where you... You got even if you have a lot of shit going on. I got a lot of things going on with work, stressing out for nothing, um, a lot of tension going on in my life for no reason whatsoever this week, uh, and just having those people around and you, you know those important people in your life to be able to kind of just decompress, talk about stupid stuff, loosen up a bit, forget about the real world problems going on around us for a little bit. It was it was amazing, um, and it was so low key, and that was what was so amazing about it was that. We didn't do anything. We went out. We worked out at the slaughterhouse in the basement of the LPDS uh, ranch here. And then we, you know, played a couple video games, watched some TV, and that was it. It was, you know, by all accounts, it was a super boring, lame weekend, but it was exactly what I needed. Um, and, it, this, and this is kind of why I want to talk about it. it. It just reminded me of the importance of having people like that in your life. And that's kind of what I want to talk about on the junction on this, this particular portion of the junction is having, I don't, I don't even know how to say this, having somebody like that in your life, having people like that, that circle of people that you can feel you're most comfortable and normal with uh, is something I think is an irreplaceable, invaluable asset to have in your life. Um, there's nothing else that can, that can take the place of having that, that type of friendship, that camaraderie, um, no money, no houses, no success, nothing would ever replace, uh, having a group of friends, guys or girls, it doesn't matter, people in your life that you trust so much and are so close to you and so important to you that you can just completely be yourself, um, which I'm never like that. I'm always on guard of some sort with just about everybody in my life except for this this tight circle. Um, and it's one of the things I think that keeps me so, I guess, generally stress-free and happy in my life is that at any given time, I could go hang out with one of the brothers, one of my best pals, and, and all the problems just kind of go away and just... Get out of my system, and it's and it's great. Um, and I think people need that in their lives, uh, especially now when when you're separated and isolated and quarantined, and you got nothing to do but sit on the internets and do the text message tough guy thing, where you're talking shit and trolling people and getting all up in arms about political situations and becoming Facebook politicians for no reason. Just getting involved in stuff out of anger and, and negative thoughts and negative feelings, and you're just alone and and isolated in that in that world. 
And having that escape, that familial escape, if you will, because they're my family, is just something that I can't even put into words on how important I believe that to be for for your mental and emotional health. And you know I talk about it you know, a lot, how important I believe mental and emotional health to be in a, in a person's life. It's not just physical health. Um, it's, the, it's the total package of health. Uh, and having that, having those people in your life to, to escape to, to go and when you're having a tough time, even when you're having a good time, anything, you can just turn to them, hang, hang out with them, talk to them on the phone, and, and you know everything's going to be okay. Um, and really, you know, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that I, I appreciate the people in my life that are, that are in that brotherhood. Um, and then this weekend just kind of, uh, you know, reiterated that for me and that I know, like, I don't talk to those guys as much frequently, like on the phone or whatever, you know, we text and stuff, but we all have our lives going on. And I know it's tougher when people start getting families and kids and they got shit to do. Um, but no matter what those brothers, I have that family that I've, that we've created for ourselves, uh, that little blind Italian loyalty family that we've we've, we've created, uh, I couldn't be more appreciative to have those people in my life. And I I don't know if any of them listen to this program or not. I think I know the Bone Crusher does. I don't know who else. Maybe Helmet does. I don't. I think he's busy with life as well. Uh, by the way, I don't. I don't remember any of the real names of any of my best friends. We just have stupid nicknames, and I don't remember the real names, so sorry. Uh, you're going to get names like Helmet and Bone Crusher and Bonji and Chicho and all those other stupid fucking names. So uh, anyway, I can't I can't thank them enough for, for being part of my life and, and accepting me into their circle. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about it. That's really what I was getting at. It was that uh, it's so important in my life, and I and I'm so thankful to have those people in my life to be able to to call my family my brothers. Uh, and I re- and I truly hope that every one of you uh, has that or finds that in somebody else. Um, I don't don't get this confused with me telling you you have to go be dependent on you know your happiness is dependent on somebody else. That's not what I'm saying at all. But to have that outlet, uh, that family outlet, whether it's blood or you're choosing it, um, it's important, I think. It's, it's vital to my happiness in, in life um, outside of my independent happiness. Uh, and I, you know, I, couldn't, I couldn't promote that more to, anything, to anybody uh, right now. Um, and I know this is probably like the most boring episode you'll probably hear on the show and it's sappy and lame and there's no real good uh venting going on anymore right now but that's all i that's all i have to say and you know for my brothers who are out there listening all you guys uh whether you're out doing your thing in the air force or you're flying down in florida um or you're in texas controlling the air traffic or you're in jersey owning and running a batting cage and giving baseball lessons uh or if you're you know out being a detective a cop in this day and age, or uh, you're dispatching hairlines uh, down in Georgia. Uh, you guys know who I'm talking about. Uh, all you guys. Um, Wet Cat's another one. I'll throw that out there for another stupid nickname. 
uh, all you guys. I love you guys. If you're listening, thank you for being, uh, for for making me a part of your circle, of your family. I couldn't be happier that I have a family like you to call my own. Um, and that's it. That's all I got, guys. So thanks for listening. Uh, super sappy episode at the end there, I know. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry that if you're offended by it or disappointed, but I'm not sorry. Uh, anytime I get to talk about the people important to me and close to me like that, um, I'm going to talk about them. Unless they tell me not to talk about them, then I'll, then I'll keep it on the DL. But uh, I'm always going to take that opportunity to thank them for, for being part of my life. So I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the rest of this shit. Um, I think I'll be up possibly at Site Bravo next week because I'm going to be up in New York for like a month coming up. I'll, I'll bounce down to the studio for a couple of recordings here and there. But I think I'm going to be at Site Bravo with, with Nick and Pistol Pete. Uh, so we might do a recording there. Um, I'll let you guys know. We, I don't know if we'll do a Stugats or a Pull or whatever just yet. I'll try to find some treasure hunt stuff in the city to to post for you guys. But follow all the shit. Libretti Podcast Diary Show on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Um, leave ratings and reviews and comments. I love reading that stuff. It's, it's super funny. Um, check out the Instagram page at LPD underscore show. Uh, comment on all the posts and, and the stories and all that. How you doing? Um, if you're on my personal Facebook, you know, you can comment there too. Otherwise, uh, too bad for you. But thanks again, guys. Uh, hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Uh, sorry for the late, uh, you know, posting of the episode, but you know, brother's weekend is always going to take precedence over, uh, over the LPDS. So, um, thanks again, guys. Love you all. And, uh, you know, I was talking to your mother. Just the other night I told her I thought you were an asshole She said yes, I think you're right And all